Good late morning to you. It is uh, Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. Purdue is coming off their first victory of the very, very young season. Uh, they beat Bellarmine uh, 96 to 67. I got to be there and uh, I was fortunate for that reason. I, uh, I got to actually see Purdue play. The Big Ten Network felt like um, Purdue's number seven ranking, the prediction that uh, they're going to be either contender or, or win the conference title, um, and the fact that they're one of the most talented teams in America wasn't enough reason to put them on the television. So you got to choose two things, either come to West Lafayette, or three things, listen to the radio, or um, uh, go to... Uh, get a expensive subscription to a crappy service in, in the BTN minus um, uh, online uh, streaming service to watch the game. Not many good options by BTN. Well done, jerks. A uh, friend of mine who was with me at the game said, remember the good old days, you know, ESPN Plus or uh, Raycom or one of those com uh, companies would have picked it up and it would have been on local Channel 4 for people from Indiana I'm sure the the reach wasn't as good, but the vast majority of Purdue fans uh, could watch every game, and that's just not the case anymore. And I'm going to move on from this in a second, but it, it makes me mad because I remember one of the big things they pushed, Big Ten Network, when they first started was that um, you'd get to watch every game. Every live, you know, every conference game would be on the air, and um, it's just not true. We've seen it year after year after year with Purdue. IU, of course, was on versus Eastern Michigan. IU is coming off a pretty bad season. IU is not a good team. IU is not ranked. IU showed they're not a good team versus Eastern Michigan, uh, but they get that slot. Good job, BTN. Keep doing what you're doing. Sorry, it stuff makes me very mad. Anyway, okay, I'm going to go ahead and um, uh, talk about the game now. The, uh, yeah, uh, Todd Singer says, don't watch the game. Listen to Boiled Sports Recap. That is your best option, and I'm glad you're here to do it. Um, yeah, the um, one more thing about this BTN, BTN minus. I did it one time. I fell for the trap, and I paid the subscription, and I um, I was in Michigan uh, for work, and I said, this will be great. I'll get to watch it on my tablet. It'll be awesome. And I couldn't even see the damn game. Like, it, it didn't work. It it would not, they would not, uh, I could not get the game and they wouldn't give me my money back. I heard yesterday on Twitter, remember we got about 16,000 followers on Twitter, so we hear some things and people were trying and they couldn't get to work on their Roku device or other things. They're having delays and, and um, jittering. It's not, it's not cool. I mean, the fact that you pay extra for it and then you don't get it, that's even worse. But anyway, all right, so... Game started a little bit slow for Purdue, some shaky shooting to start. Um, the only guy who was really shooting lights out from the get-go was Isaiah Thompson. He looked really, really good from the jump. Um, he played a great game, uh, full stop, played a great game. And um, let's see, Thompson finished with um, Thompson finished with 15 points on 5-9 shooting, really solid, four assists. Um, but Sasha Stefanovic, I think he missed his first shot or first and second shot, and then he just went crazy. Like the funny thing is, both Stefanovic and Ivy did this, like where they would miss a shot badly. And so did um, uh, so did Newman. They missed a shot really badly. Either their feet weren't under them or they were tightly contested, whatever. You know, miss a shot badly, next one time, just drain it. And then they drain another one, drain another one. They just got hot. 
Purdue had uh, a pretty big league at one point. I think they were at 21 to 10 or 21 to 11 right in there. The lead shrunk to nothing. I think it got either down to 21 to 20 or 21 to 21, and then Purdue exploded. Um, that was about midway point of the first half, and they didn't look back from there on. There's an electricity about this team. I'm sure you detect it if you're listening to it. Um, I'm sure you uh, detect it if you were in Mackey Arena. They, this team, and I said this to you guys the other day, they just have so many offensive weapons. There are so many playmakers. If somebody's not on that night, somebody else will be on. And it's um, uh, it's going to be tough to to see how a lot of teams, the vast majority of teams at Purdue play, will just be able to defend them. Um, you have guys like Zach Eady who gets so much attention, of course. You know, guys collapsing on yesterday. Bellman have three guys around him sometimes. And when they do that, of course, it gives great looks for the other guys. Um, Ivy is going to get attention because he's he's so dynamic. Um, it's And then, of course, Trey Williams. My gosh. I mean... Trey Williams had this weird thing last night. I'm sure you heard about this, saw this. He just picked the theme. He was not going to shoot. He would get the ball deep in the post. He had plenty of, uh, he had notched out plenty of space. But instead of turning around and shooting, he would kick it out or throw it behind his head. He had so many really, really good looking passes. A couple of them, he'd send them out to that guy on the wing. It was open, missed shot. And the crowd was just ready to erupt and didn't get it. Uh, but it was very interesting to see Trey Williams playing that way. He was. Um, he was about. Uh, he really, he really was trying to play a different game and not shoot. It was very interesting. I don't think he had a shot until like ten minutes left in the game. Um, he could have easily feasted on this team. They, they didn't have a great matchup for him. Trey looks much more explosive. I'm sure you've heard this. He's got a quicker first step. His ball handling looks real good. Um, in the exhibition, he brought the ball up one time on a, a kind of a late break. In this game, he had a couple where he was facing up, he crossed the guy over, and then it would back down. Um, Trey Williams looks very good, even though the stats don't show it yet. Uh, there's there's some really interesting things about this team that, um, number one, Gillis hasn't played yet. You have a starter that simply hasn't not, has not played um, for good reason. Should be suspended right now. But he's got two more games. He's going to be suspended. Um, Gillis is going to be really, really good. Everything indicates that Gillis is going to be a massive dis uh, difference maker for this team. I think another thing, I, I said this the other day, Gillis's ability to just get under people's skin, play hard, um, be harder-nosed than the next guy, will be something that Edie will feed off. Edie comes into the game. He did it in the exhibition game. He get, did it again in this one. Where he comes off... Tentative initially. He did it again uh, versus Bellerman. Uh, then he kind of got in a groove, uh, played really, really well after that. One thing that he's got a problem with this year, which I think is very, very, very correctable, I think Brandon Brantley will get on him about this, is when he's getting a rebound, especially something he has, to, he has to hustle to, he grabs it and it gets a little low, and then a little guy will come and try to slap it away. Bellerman, over and over, they were getting fouls on that. Um, but if he'd keep it up high, he'd have hardly any any problems there. And he needs to just to be a little stronger with the ball. Very, very correctable. This, um, uh, okay, oh, Rob, Pat, Rob Padgett says he just uh, just joined. Thank you, Rob. And he says, Are you, do you have any thoughts on the red shirts, uh, Trey Kaufman, Wren, and Waddell? Yes, I do have a couple thoughts. And the funny thing on Twitter, there are a lot of people that 
um, act like they know about a lot about the situation, but I don't think they really do. And they really don't know a lot about the way Painter handles red shirts. So let me clarify on this. Very simple. Painter makes no one red shirt. He doesn't do that. He's never done that. If he thinks it might be helpful for a kid, he will have that discussion. He says he never likes to do it before uh, a game or two um, or an exhibition just to see how the player plays and how they feel there. Um, but Trey Kaufman Wren made this decision because he thinks he's not ready. Painter said he's a really interesting case too because he could be a guy that in three or four weeks could be starting or could have very limited minutes. He didn't know how it would go. He sees Trey Kaufman Wren has so much talent, but he also sees there is so much depth, depth on this Purdue team. So um, I, I was pretty shocked by Trey Kaufman Wren being redshirted because he was so highly touted. Good friend of mine said, let's keep in mind, Trey Kaufman Wren came to Purdue to redshirt and is happy with it. And he could have gone to IU and started. So that's a little thumb in your eye to IU. That's a lot of fun. IU struggled last night. <clears throat> they blew a 17-point lead and uh, almost lost. I think they, they won by four or two, something like that. Ohio State needed a last-second shot by Key to win. Uh, Virginia lost last night. Um, these games count. And uh, Purdue looked a vast, like vastly different team than they did in the exhibition versus University of Indianapolis. Um, Greg McManus has a comment. My wife last night on Trey. He is not the same guy we saw the first few years ago. Uh, in a good way, though. Okay, so, yes, Greg, I agree. And your wife is right. You look at him uh, in person. He looks so stinking lean. Like, he is... Um, He's, he's a reformed guy. He's a, he's a different player. His feet are quicker. He's always had great hands. He's always had a great court presence and, vi and vision. But, man, he's going to be really, really good as soon as he decides it's important for him to score. Right now, he clearly doesn't think it is, which is interesting. Um, let, me keep, let me get back to this uh, question by Rob. He says, um, you know, he asked about uh, Trey Kaufman and Waddell. Um, Waddell? I think it kind of always looked like he was going to redshirt. He made the decision, I think, two weeks ago, from what I understand. So I'm not at all surprised about that. I think he's going to be really, really good. I think next year, the really interesting really interesting thing, guys like Morton, who are starting to show out right now, Morton um, uh, had a very, very solid game. I think he had like five points, four steals, four assists, no turnovers. I, have, I, I love Morton. I think he's extremely important to this team. But Morton almost did nothing last year because of his mono. He could have benefited from that redshirt year. There's no doubt about it. But he decided to kind of grind through it. And the team was different, right? They made, well, early in the season, they absolutely needed him. Remember that tournament where he had to play? He was forced into action. Really didn't belong there. Another interesting thing about Morton, not sure if you're picking this up, he's playing almost everywhere. He's playing point guard. He's playing forward. He's playing wing. They're moving him around based on the situation. He's going to be really versatile. He's very long, long arms, um, good feet, good vision. Um, not the quickest guy out there. Nice looking stroke. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get better and better. And I already think he's pretty good. So be excited about Ethan Morton. He's he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, uh, Todd Singer says Gillis um, can also be the captain of the defense, um, like uh, like at MSU last year. Gillis has a hard-nosed attitude for him. I just cannot stress how important it is. Mentioning Michigan State is interesting to me because I've always thought Gillis looks like one of those bad, mean, undersized for forwards that Purdue would have to deal with from Michigan State. Like, just a bad dude, right? 
He, I, I'm a huge fan of his. I can't wait for him to come back. I think he's going to be awesome. I hope he's got all the stuff off court squared away because he is important to this team. He is going to be extremely important next year. I don't know if you remember, before the tournament, I did a quick cast based just on him and how important he was on the to the team. I still stand there. I still, I, I still stand in that position. I still believe that Gillis is going to be extremely important. Let me look at the stats really one more quick, one more time before I start closing down. Um, Caleb first was solid and oddly solid. He only had two points, um, but he had nine rebounds. He just was kind of always in the right place. Uh, only shot the ball three times. He shot two threes. They didn't look very good, which is interesting because they looked so good in, in the exhibition game. Edie, of course, 16 points, nine rebounds. Again, probably would have had 11 or 12 if he was just a little um, uh, more resolute uh, in the blocks. Stefanovic, like I told you, 23 points, three assists. Two rebounds. Excellent, excellent. Brandon Newman, 14 points on three of nine shooting. He had a couple that looked like they were just going to drop, and they didn't. And he had one that was like an, a horrible shot, which is very unusual for him. Um, I, I think Brandon Newman has one of the prettiest jump shots we've seen at Purdue since, like, Troy Lewis. Um, he's great. Eric Hunter, uh, quiet 19 minutes, six points, one assist. I think it's interesting. I'd put Hunter in the same category as some other guys on the team. Ivy being one of those. Um, I didn't even read Ivy's stat line. Ivy, 11 points, 5 rebounds. Okay, and 3 assists. But he also had 4 turnovers. Um, Ivy also had 2 just nasty dunks. You can find the highlights. Big Ten Network was kind enough to put the highlights on the interwebs. Thank you, BTN. God bless. I'm sarcastic about these guys. But man, they piss me off. So... You can find the highlights, do a Google search. You can see highlights of Ivy just dunking nasty twice on Bellerman. He had two, uh, you know, he, he's always looking to, to guard the passing lane, and he finishes so dramatically. Carson Edwards was similar in that he was a great passing lane defender. Ivy, um, Hunter, Williams, these guys, we haven't really seen them get into a groove yet, and we will. Make no mistake, we will. It's not like these guys are, have fallen off the face of the earth and forgotten how to play basketball. We're one game in, two if you include the exhibition. Um, this is going to be a fun season. I just can't stress that enough, and I'm excited. So let's see. Any more questions in here? Let's see. Um, yeah, Greg McManus says, last night was almost felt like Trey and Hunter made it about the underclassmen, the new guys, get them involved more comfortable. Let's not forget, some of these guys uh, haven't played in front of a Mackey Arena crowd. Last night was better than the exhibition. It's more. Yeah, I think they say they gave the uh, sellout. Uh, they get credit for the sellout, but there, it wasn't full. A lot of people just didn't come to the game, but it was loud. The paint crew uh, is in mid-season form. They sound fantastic. I'm sure they did on the radio and on the Big Ten Minus. But, uh, you know, paint crew, hats off as always. Um, but the, the young guys, they're, they're going to get comfortable really quickly because this leadership, this group of upperclassmen is really, really good at doing a job, talking these guys through it, um, and uh, also leading by example. They're, they're excellent. Uh, Andrew Day says, uh, great to see the offense has options besides um, ramming the ball inside every possession. Spread the ball around, move it, and score. Excellent point and absolutely true. Andrew, that you can do whatever you want with this offense. Purdue can run up-tempo, and they can run with pace if they want to go with a smaller uh, lineup. They can run half-court sets and look for the best shot. They can dump it into big men, multiple big men to choose from. Trey Williams got Trey Williams got two fouls in the first half. What Matt Painter's MO is, you know, then Edie starts playing. Edie played really good and got in a rhythm after Trey's second 
foul. Um, and then, of course, Purdue can bomb threes. I think they um, were above 50% from three-point range until the end of the game. Purdue's third line change, if you want to look at like hockey, Purdue's got 10 guys that are going to be able to play. And then on top of that, you got the four guys coming off. I think there's four walk-ons. Very, very interesting situation that you have three lines, right? So you've got these first two, these first ten, the ten guys, they can shuffle and Painter will shuffle those lineups around, try to figure out who's working best together. And then that last group comes in as the victory cigar, like Anisha's cigar that you've seen the, the uh, video of that Jay posted on Twitter. Um, and that victory cigar, those guys are fun. Um, that'll, be, that'll be really neat to see. And I think they're going to get a lot of playing time this year. They were in for two minutes, which is pretty significant, really. And they could have played for longer. Um, but uh, somebody on Twitter told me that Bellarmine was going to cover the 20-point spread. They didn't come close to doing that, of course. And it could have been much worse if Purdue didn't decide to be merciful. Um, yeah, uh, great, great game. Great way to start the season. Um, let's have fun with this. Uh, thanks to Martin Vintage, martinvintage.com. And her boiled for 15% off. Um, AJ's, eatajs.com. And, of course... Um, Gridiron Metalworks interboiled there for 15% off as well. Um, great people, Purdue people. We appreciate them. They make the show possible. They make Anish look more handsome and Justin sound good. And my voice, I'm not going to say what they do. That's not their fault that I sound like this. This is just kind of a deal. This time of the season, I tore my vocal cords up again. Now we're back to recuperation mode. I think my voice will sound beautiful the next time you hear from me. And you can enjoy the show even more. Again, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. God bless you. Hammer down. And uh, it's going to be a good season.